0: Just a note, Interrupting Grace, Living the Way of Love at Redeemer will feature some of our favorite previous episodes through the summer, and will return with a new episode on September 3rd. At Redeemer, as we continue growing in our understanding of our own story, we are gathering and sharing the stories of the people in this place. With our new podcast, Interrupting Grace, Living Into the Way of Love, we will share these stories. The stories of grace in action, the stories of love in the world, the stories of living the way of love. How are you the Interrupting Grace? The Way of Love at Home series is part of our Interrupting Grace podcast. This week's practice is rest. Receive the gift of God's grace, peace, and restoration. I wanted to share a way that helps me listen and receive that gift of God's grace, peace, and restoration. Something to rest my mind and focus on God. We will be doing Lectio Divina. Lectio Divina, literally divine reading, is an ancient Christian practice of praying the scriptures. During Lectio Divina, a person listens to or reads the text of the Bible with the ear of the heart as if they are in conversation with God, and God is suggesting the topics for discussion. The method of Lectio Divina includes moments of reading, reflecting on, responding to, and resting in the word of God, with the aim of nourishing and deepening one's relationship with the divine. Truthfully, I struggled with promoting rest during this time, during this time of civil unrest, I also struggled with finding scripture that I could sit down with during this time. For our time, we will be using an excerpt from James Baldwin's The Fire Next Time. I will read the passage through once, and I would like for you to listen for words that stand out to you. I will pause after the first reading, and then I will read it a second time. We can rest from social media or television or take a walk or a run, but we cannot rest from being Jesus followers. Come Holy Spirit, enlighten my heart and mind to listen to your word. When I was very young and was dealing with my buddies in those wine and urine stained hallways, something in me wondered, what will happen to all that beauty? For black people, though I am aware that some of us, black and white, do not know it yet. Are very beautiful. And when I sat at Elijah's table and watched the baby, the women, and the men, and we talked about God's or Allah's vengeance, I wondered, when that vengeance was achieved, what will happen to all that beauty then? I could also see that the intrinsic and ignorance of the white world might make that vengeance inevitable. A vengeance that does not really depend on and cannot really be executed by any person or organization. And then that cannot be prevented by any police force or army. Historical vengeance, cosmic vengeance based on the law that we recognize when we say whatever goes up must come down. And here we are at the center of the ark, trapped in the gaudiest, most valuable, and most improbable water wheel the world has ever seen. Everything now we must assume is in our hands. We have no right to assume otherwise. If we, and now I mean the relatively conscious whites and the relatively conscious blacks, who must, like lovers, insist on or create the consciousness of the other. The consciousness of the others. Do not falter in our duty now. We may be able, handful that we are, to end the racial nightmare and achieve our country and change the history of the world. If we do not now dare everything, the fulfillment of that prophecy recreated from the Bible in song by a slave is upon us. God gave Noah the rainbow sign, no more water, the fire next time. When I was very young and was dealing with my buddies in those wine and urine-stained hallways, something in me wondered, what will happen to all that beauty? For black people, though, I am aware that some of us, black and white, do not know it yet, are very beautiful. And when I sat at Elijah's table and watched the baby, the women and the men, and we talked about God's or Allah's vengeance, I wondered, when that vengeance was achieved, what will happen to all that beauty then? I could also see that the intringence and ignorance of the white world might make that vengeance inevitable, a vengeance that does not really depend on and cannot really be executed by any person or organization, and that cannot be prevented by any police force or army historical vengeance, a cosmic vengeance, based on the law that we recognize when we say, whatever goes up must come down. And here we are, at the center of the ark, trapped in the gaudiest, most valuable, and most improbable water wheel the world has ever seen. Everything now we must assume is in our hands. We have no right to assume otherwise. If we... Now I mean the relatively conscious whites and the relatively conscious blacks who must, like lovers, insist on or create the consciousness of the others. Do not falter in our duty now. We may be able, handful that we are, to end the racial nightmare and achieve our country and change the history of the world. If we do not now dare everything, the fulfillment of that prophecy, recreated from the Bible in song by a slave, is upon us. God gave Noah the rainbow sign, no more water, the fire next time. What words stand out this time? Are they different? Why do you think they're different? O God, you made us in your own image and redeemed us through Jesus, your Son. Look with compassion on the whole human family. Take away the arrogance and hatred which infect our hearts. Break down the walls that separate us. Unite us in bonds of love and work through our struggle and confusion to accomplish your purposes on earth that in your good time, all nations and races may serve you in harmony around your heavenly throne. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.